0: It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Jill Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Good morning. It's chore time at the shank of the day. Fair season underway. Northern Wisconsin State Fair well underway now. And uh, Bob and Jill waiting to do the chores. A couple other fairs are going to kick off today, right, Jill?
1: Yes. Uh, Tremple County Fair starts today and... The Portage Fair, Portage County Fair, but it says Amherst
0: at Amherst. All right, I think you got a couple. They got a couple over there in Portage County. However, that came about. But again, so uh, kids have fun. Weather doesn't look uh, bad for the fair. We got some results from the sheep show and the beef show, and uh, that report that came out yesterday from the USDA, which did uh, little to uh, encourage market price increases. So we'll take a look at that and, and a whole lot more. Some foods coming out. 100 new foods at the Wisconsin State Fair. I looked over the list. There's about three. that (laughs) that (laughs) Some of them sound good. Uh, Fattening and hot. And oh, my goodness me. They dream up some crazy things for the Wisconsin State Fair. Yeah, that's at the Wisconsin State Fair in West Allis, not uh, at the county fairs. (coughs) Let me give you a little preview here of what uh, that's all about. The first one on the list alligator ribs does that sound good to you no how about uh, atomic slush the world's hottest slush now when you go to the fair and you want a slush you want one to cool you off and here mm. they got the world's hottest slush is going to be there
1: i uh, think i would pass on that because i'm with you if i'm having a slush i want to cool down
0: all right here how about this one camel chili cheese fries fries topped with 100 percent camel ground meat Chili and cheese.
1: Well, if you leave off the camel, I would eat the chili and the cheese.
0: <laughs> so, those are a few, but they're all kinds of 100 new foods for everybody's diet, whether you're a vegetarian, a vegan, a normal eater, or whatever the case may be. But if you're going to the Wisconsin State Fair, now well, bring your appetite and bring your sense of adventure because, boy, oh boy, there's a, an awful lot of food at the Wisconsin Fair. Those are just the new foods. We're not talking anything about the cream puffs or all the other traditional foods, the traditional cheese dog or gyro or any of those. they got lots of things going on. The State Fair will start in a couple of weeks down at West Dallas, of course, but we'll concentrate on the Northern Wisconsin State Fair today. Also, weather was uh, cool at the fair yesterday. Looks like it's going to warm up a little bit, a little shower, and didn't mount to much. As far as anybody getting very wet uh, at all, I walked around and didn't get wet. The ground didn't hardly get wet, so uh, didn't amount to much, at least in this area. Now, maybe other people got more, which I hope happened. But again, it doesn't look like any chances of rain again until maybe on Saturday. Derek Dolman is going to join us a little bit later on over at Skywarn 13 to tell us more about that. So uh, that's just in the weather. But uh, again, a USDA report came out. The drought monitor shows drought situation expanding here in the Midwest. we got lots to talk about this morning here. On the Farm Show at Wax,
2: 55 degrees right now. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Pretty nice day
0: for the fairs around the area. 82, partly sunny today, down to 55 overnight. Tomorrow, partly sunny, 87. Chance of rain on Saturday, 84. Then in the 70s on Sunday and Monday with partly cloudy conditions back to the low 80s on Tuesday. 55 degrees right now in the Chippewa Valley. Thursday morning, and well only Thursday. Seems like it should be later than that, but it's not. Partly sunny, 82, it's 55 right now. It's also 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM. WAXX Claire, let's see what's going on.
3: NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. President Biden is in Finland after wrapping up a key NATO summit in Lithuania. Biden on Thursday will hold meetings with the leaders of Finland, Sweden, Norway, Iceland and Denmark. Finland became the 31st member of NATO in April. Russia's invasion of Ukraine prompted Finland to seek protection within the alliance. The Chicago area is feeling the effects of multiple tornadoes that touched down Wednesday night. Mark Mayfield reports. Forecasters urge residents to seek shelter after a large and extremely dangerous tornado was spotted in Cook County. Damage has been reported throughout the region. Hundreds of flights were canceled and ground stops were ordered at both O'Hare International and Chicago Midway International Airport. Power was also knocked out for thousands of customers. There are no immediate reports of any injuries. The loved ones of victims killed in last year's Buffalo grocery store mass shooting are filing a landmark lawsuit. The racially motivated attack took 10 lives, and the shooter was sentenced to life in prison. The victim's family and friends claim social media companies, gun manufacturers, and body armor makers all helped the suspect commit the hate crime. Larry Nasser was stabbed at a Florida prison earlier this week after making a comment while watching a Wimbledon tennis match.
4: Brian Shook has more. NBC News reports the inmate suspected of stabbing the former sports doctor was set off by Nasser's remark about wanting to see girls play in the Wimbledon tournament. The report adds that Sunday's attack happened in Nasser's cell. It's believed he was stabbed roughly 10 times and suffered a collapsed lung. Nasser was sentenced to decades in prison for sexually assaulting female athletes when he was working at USA Gymnastics and Michigan State University.
3: You're listening to NBC News
2: Radio. Keeping it at Rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Looks like some pretty
0: good fair weather as we check the forecast this morning. Our Sky 113 forecast brought to you by the Chilson Automotive Group. New 2023 Subaru Outbacks are now available at ChilsonMotors.com. Partly sunny, 82 today, 87 tomorrow. Chance of rain on Saturday, 84. 70s on Sunday and Monday with partly cloudy conditions. Tuesday, 81 and partly cloudy. 59 right now in Rice Lake. 53 in Medford. Little fog in central Wisconsin. Both Wausau and Marshfield reporting little fog this morning if you're heading that direction. 54 in Wausau. 52 in Marshfield. La Crosse at 63. Green Bay, 57. Madison Sun Prairie at 59. 60 degrees in Milwaukee. And 55 outside our barn doors in Eau Claire.
2: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: And again, markets brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance, a busy week. And, Joe, where are the livestock numbers?
1: Choice-fed beef steers are 170 to 188, with mixed at 169 and down. Choice-fed beef heifers are 170 to 184, with mixed at 169 and down. Choice-fed hosting steers are 150 to 166, with select and silage-fed steers 149 and down. Cows are 80 to 107, with a top of 134. Bulls are 108 to 129. Butcher hogs are 45 to 95, with sows at 36 to 43. Boars are 18 to 29. New crop market lambs are 170 to 185, with a top of 210. Old crop market lambs are 115 to 155. Feeder lambs are 50 to 190 with top of 202. Use are 47 to 110. Small goats are 20 to 160. Medium goats are 115 to 270. Large goats are 210 to 410. And nanny goats are 15 to 355.
0: At the Merck yesterday in Chicago, down for livestock futures. August live cattle, 176.87, down 195. October, 180.25, down 147. December live cattle, down $1. sixty at 183.37. February at 18665 down 155 feeder cattle August 24657 that's down 57 September feeders 24927 down a dollar 2 October at 25082 down a dollar 27 November at 251 even that's down a dollar 42 and January feeder cattle 24915 down a dollar 42 hogs lower as well July hogs 10117 that's down a dime August of 95.35 down 222. October 82.17 down 80. And December 75.12 down a dollar and a quarter. And on the Board of Trade yesterday, the board closed double digits lower. That USDA report, uh, not a positive move. Overnight, December corn up a fraction sitting at 4.84 this morning. The oats down 3 at 4.16. December wheat down 3 at 6.48. But November soybeans jumped 15 cents overnight to 13.43. Meal. Up 390 a ton at 39430. Dairy Markets continue to be pathetic. Barrel cheese down three at one thirty-nine. The blocks down two and a half at one forty seven and a half. Butter up a penny at two forty-nine and three quarters. July class three, thirteen eighty-seven, down eleven. Fourteen eighty-two for August, that's down forty-one. September fifty-two cents lower at fifteen seventy-six. October at down thirty-four at sixteen seventy-five. November down fifteen at seventeen thirty-one. That's Look at the Markets, brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. And we're going to go to the Northern Wisconsin State Fair, talk to a couple of young ladies who had success
2: in the beef show yesterday. That's coming up on Wax Agriculture. It's the Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. At the beef show at the Northern Wisconsin State Fair, we're in the beautiful
0: new barn, standing right next to the Grand Champion Market Steer, and that was shown by Liberty Favor of Kadat. And Liberty, what does that sound like? Grand Champion Market Steer, and you were on the line. Really good. I'm excited and
5: happy, very happy.
0: How long have you been showing steers? Um,
5: this is my first year.
0: So how would you get started? Why? Because how old are you?
5: Um, I'm 12 and uh, I just saw it and I really thought it was really fun and thought I'd give it a try.
0: So where would you get this steer? Did you raise it? Did you buy it someplace?
5: Well, we bought it at Blazer Farms and then I raised it.
0: Grand champion. How big? He wasn't the biggest steer in the show by any means. Man, steers up to about 1,475 pounds. This steer was not anywhere near that weight. How big was he? 1,215 so what did the judge say about your steer as the champion, because there were a bunch of steers here at the show this year?
5: He had a good structure, and that he really thought he would make good packaging meat.
0: So as you were raising this steer out, what did you think as he started going? you think, I got a good one here? I think I do, yeah. So how I'm much good. did you know about showing steers, the beef industry, before you got into showing this guy?
5: A little, but I learned along the way.
0: What did you learn in the show ring? From the judge and the other showman?
5: Um, to always keep an eye on your animal, and even if you don't like it, just push through it.
0: So uh, other shows, did you take him into the other shows earlier in the year, or just the Will Fair?
5: Um, I showed a bunch at other um, uh, shows, like across.
0: So what are you going to do with all the money you get at the auction?
5: I'm going to save some for college, and then and then I'm going to try and buy a truck.
0: Now this year. wasn't the only uh, class you got a purple ribbon, a purple banner to hang. Tell us about the, the female classes, the breeding classes.
5: Um, I took first with my cow, uh, Blazers Cow Mystery and then second well, reserved with Allie in my class. And then I didn't place overall.
0: So what have you shown before, before you started showing beef? Did you have other projects at the fair?
5: No, I didn't show anything.
0: So this is your first year and you dove in with the big boys? Yep. So how would you train this steer? Obviously you got to get him used to leading and moving around. What was your technique for doing that?
5: I just used my legs and started going, I guess.
0: How big was he when you started training him to lead?
5: Um, uh, 300 pounds. And he
0: took to the halter real fast?
5: Yeah. That was a a lot of training, but yeah, he did.
0: (laughs) He didn't fight you too much?
5: Oh uh, yeah, a little, but
0: yeah, it was it was fun. Ah, congratulations! Thank you. All right, that's the exhibitor, the grand champion's market steer. Also, she had the reserve champion female here in the in the beef show. Reserve champion Olivia Wampold from Stanley, and Olivia, you had a big, powerful steer. The champion was twelve fifteen. How big was your steer? Mine was twelve
5: ninety.
0: So, what did the judge say was the difference between your steer and Liberty's? Do you remember?
5: Um, I guess mine was square and more filled out.
0: But you've had success here at the Northern Wisconsin State Fair and the Beef Show.
5: Yeah, last year was my first year and I got first place for overall
0: performance. First place one year, second place the next year, that's pretty good for two years of showing.
6: Yeah.
0: So what, uh, as far as your steers, are you, are you raising steers at home, do you guys buy project calves?
5: I bought this steer from my nutritionist son, and we got more at home, too, that we're using.
0: So uh, what put the bug of showing steers in you?
5: It just looked really fun. It looks like something to do.
0: And you enjoyed it? Yeah, a lot. Going to be back again next year? Oh, yeah. you bring females, too?
5: Yeah, I brought my heifer. How'd she do? She got third.
0: Oh, that's good. So what did you do with the money you got last year at the sale? Put it towards the steer for this year, and on and on we go? Yeah, and I put it towards my college education too. So how far are you along in school? How close are you to college?
5: Well, I'm, in, I'm just going in ninth grade.
0: Oh, you got a long way to go. Yeah. You can put a lot of money in your bank account. You keep finishing one, two at the fair, you know. Yeah. So how, who is more excited, you or your folks?
5: I don't know. Me, probably.
0: <laughs> and rightly so. Congratulations. Thank you. Alright, that's Olympia Wample of Stanley. She had the reserve champion market steer here at the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. Again, a big beef show, about 50 head of beef in the show this year in Chippewa Falls. And again, congratulations to Liberty and Olivia. Dairy Steer Show, the champion Ben Wicken, Duncan Creek 4 H, and the reserve Isla Nelson from Bloomer, the Woodmore 4 H. Beginning showmanship champion, the beginner was James Marr of Stanley. Reserve Brindley Sonentang of Cadot, the intermediate showmanship champion, Sidney Spath of Cadot. And the senior Morgan Hilger of Boomer, I'll tell you, Morgan Hilger is really a show person. She really can show cattle and did a wonderful job and as did all the kids. Good show yesterday. All right, we got more news coming up. The drought, that USDA report, that's
2: coming up next, right here on Wax. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over thirty-five years. Wax one hundred four point five and the Midwest Farm Report. All right, Northside Elevator, Jill. What are those
0: prices
1: today? At the loyal location, corns at four eighty-nine, and soybeans are at fourteen forty-five in Arcadia. Corns at four eighty-nine with soybeans at. 1472. And what does that report from USDA say? Well, it's from July and it's a World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. Usually doesn't change much from earlier reports, but because of the drought conditions across much of the corn belt, yesterday's report did lower corn yield estimates by about 4 bushels an acre, down to 177 and a half. They did raise planted acres by about 2 million up to 94.1 million acres. But that would mean a crop of just over 15.3 billion bushels, which would be a new record. For soybeans, the report put soybean planted acres at 83.5 million acres and yields at 83.5 bushels an acre for a final crop size of 4.3 billion bushels. And the ongoing drought in major growing areas of the country is getting worse. This week's U.S. drought monitor shows 70% of the U.S. corn crop and 63% of the soybeans are covered in some stage of drought. Two of our major growing states, Illinois and in Indiana, have seen the drought expand over the past week as 59% of Illinois is now in severe drought con- situation, up 31% from a week earlier. The updated drought monitor shows 92% of Illinois is abnormally dry. Currently, about 65% of the Midwest is abnormally dry, with another 25% considered to be in a severe drought situation, with 4% in exceptional drought. All up from last week.
0: And they're still talking a record corn crop, uh, Illinois, 92% abnormally dry, so uh, says about... The way we can grow corn, the varieties we have now, and the genetics, it's uh, kind of mind-boggling. Coming up, we're going to talk to Bridget Finkey Again, planning, get your planning together as far as the, the future of your farming operation, some of the things you need to think about. We'll do that next right here on Wax. 55 degrees should be a good day for the fairs. Trempolo over in uh, Portage County, also the Northern Wisconsin State Fair, 82 and partly sunny
2: today. <laughs> Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Everything is in place as far as that plan to pass the farm on to the next generation or do what you want to do with that farm in the future as you kind of transition off. Bridget Finke is going to join us today to talk about that. Bridget, of course, our resident attorney with Valley Crossing Law in the Baldwin area, And, Bridget, you and I have talked over the past, well, years now about getting plans in place, getting it started, getting it done. It takes time. Now we got it done, and that's it. Sit back and relax, right?
6: Well, nothing ever changes, right? So what what worked 20 years ago should still be perfect today, right?
0: Well, that's what most people think, and I think that's maybe from the conversations you and I have had that i've even drawn that conclusion but uh oh no not so fast my friend huh
6: well you know a whole variety of things change over time the the sky, size scope and value of your farm certainly changes over time, um, you know, not the least of which, I mean, t- talk to anybody about what land prices were 20 years ago versus today, and I guarantee they wish it were 20 years ago. Um, the uh, size and, and involvement of your family often changes. We, we may have had kids come back to the farm, kids leave the farm, grandkids born, great-grandkids born, all of those things um, impact things. And then you know the ever-changing um, laws and and certainly tax um, consequences of things absolutely change over the years. And so um, you know just just like you you don't run your tractor all season and then just park it in the shed and pull it back out without uh, you know changing the oil and and checking some hoses and things. Um, you really want to do the same thing with your legal documents, if if not necessarily every year, but certainly on some sort of regular, you know, perhaps three to five-year schedule, or after anything major happens and changes in your life.
0: So by checking it and maybe changing the documents, are you talking about being able to pull it out and uh, do it, or, I mean, how much help do you need so you're not, I guess violating the the spirit of the original document so you're not going in about six different directions and eventually it's going to end up in havoc in the courts or wherever
6: well certainly sometimes it's just a matter of uh, folks pulling out that binder or folder or stack of papers and and just flipping through and reminding themselves who did i pick to be financial decision maker you know who is on the health care Where is that paper? Didn't I have health care? Where did that thing end up? So sometimes it's as simple as that. Sometimes it's really worth a sit-down with, you know, one or more of your professionals to remind yourself, what do you have? Do I have a will? Do I have a trust? How are my assets titled? Do these things go together? And maybe how have my assets changed since I did this? And have I been mindful about the fact that I have that trust? Um, I am often um, shocked how uh, folks will pay, you know, good money to put together a full and complete plan, and we, you know, get, you know, so we we build this big, beautiful machine shed, and we designate all the spots for all the tractors and all the equipment, and then three years later, the shed's still sitting there, but all the... Equipment is parked out in
0: in the rain and the hail, and uh, that's not a good thing, Bridget. Also, Bridget thank you with us, Valley Crossing Law and Baldwin, our resident attorney here, as we talk about uh, some of this situation of passing the farm on or just uh, you know getting the documents right. So we're covering our operation, but I'm thinking of when, when we're going to transfer it, when you've got something we've never talked about. And is it any different when you're going to involve three generations rather than just two? Because maybe it's it's grandpa and grandma, and then one of the kids is farming, and then their kids are coming in. Is it uh, is it more complicated to do that? So that again, if the original document says just uh, you know my four or five kids, now I got grandchildren. Is that is that a major challenge to do? And do we have to reopen the original document to do that? <laughs>
6: Well, you definitely want to revisit, um, because sometimes we've uh, planned for, uh, typically we've planned, right, that if uh, a child predeceases, where does their share of the estate go, for instance. But that may be a very different situation if now we already have that next generation actually active and working on the farm. So um, sometimes it's about starting to pass some of that ownership during life, or it may be that now we want to slice that pie differently it's it's not the just those um, two farm sons but maybe now it it also is including those uh, two farming granddaughters who are also part of the operation and so that that should should pass four ways between all of them as opposed to just two ways um, with that next generation so so certainly as the the composition of the key farm um, labor changes is um, always a time to just think think about it. And look, if that granddaughter just came back to the farm, it may not be that we're ready to be passing any ownership or, or having anything set. But that's where that, you know, three to five years passes. And if someone has demonstrated that commitment and that uh, sacrifice to work the long hours that often go with uh, being part of the farm operation. Well, then those circumstances may change, um, and so that's where reminding yourself. I guess it's it's always interesting. Often when I sit down for a review, I start out by saying, you know, is there is there something in particular that you were thinking about changing that you know made you call this meeting? Or do we not even really remember what it was that we had? And often that's the case. And so um, this is, you know, an awfully important thing. We've worked and sacrificed our whole lives to to build up these farms and want them to pass the generation. And so it really is worth doing that routine maintenance to make sure that this farm really is um, prepared to make it for the long run.
0: And Bridget, if we're going to do that uh, again, bring in more people. We've got the original document They worked with you or whoever it might be to put this together. If we're going to try and make changes in that, how important is it to get back to the person or the people that uh, professionals that helped you put this together, rather than taking it maybe in you know to the bank or and <laughs> talking to somebody say, what do you think I should do with this now? Because this is what we want to do. I mean, is it? Uh, well,
6: or, or even worse, that you you start uh, crossing things off and and adding new things on your existing documents. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what I'm of, that's uh,
0: what I'm asking. Uh, this is uh, this is not something where you want to make notes in the margin and say, "Oh, now we've made that change."
6: Exactly. So whether it's you know if you were happy with uh, your process when you put things together, or you know if that professional is still doing that work you know uh, uh, lawyers and accountants and bankers have a way of uh, retiring and passing away or, or moving on too but but certainly working with you know a, a relevant professional um, to make sure that the updating happens and and you know when we talk about this a lot Bob it it's it's not just the lawyer it's not just the banker you know it really is your professional team Um, and uh, you know sometimes I frustrate folks when they come in and they say well you know we want to do this and that the my first question is have you talked to your accountant about that um, you know, have you contemplated the tax consequences? You, you really want um, everybody rowing in the same direction and making sure that you're getting everyone's perspective because the banker's perspective on things is going to be different than the accountant, is going to be different than maybe your dairy consultant, is is going to be different than your attorney. And so, um, you know, utilizing all these professionals that are part of the mix and, and making sure you're getting the best of all their information and then ultimately making the decision that works best for your family and your farm.
0: And again, Bridget Finke, our resident attorney, as we like to call her, with Valley Crossing Law. Again, you got a document. Oh, we did that already. Oh, let's just change this. Now you can't do that. You got you got to make sure it's done right so that the law agrees with it when it does come into effect. So again, make sure you don't uh, you don't just do it on your own and think it's done. 5.30 in the morning. We got to check the markets. We'll see the perspective from Rocky on the, on the sales so far this week. Rocky over at Premier Livestock in Withy.
2: For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Let's get
0: over to Premier Livestock in Withy. Rocky Olson is with us, and I would imagine uh, you get your share of fares too with the meat auction sales and all that sort of stuff, huh, yeah. Rocky?
4: Yeah, we can't cover them all, but we hit quite a few of them. Yeah,
0: that's for sure. Yeah, there's only so much. the Premier, (laughs) Kenny hasn't bought you a helicopter yet, huh? No, no. It's not a bad idea. No, it wouldn't be a bad (laughs) idea. I always tell people if I had a helicopter, I'd get to all of them, but uh, it doesn't work that way. Well, how's the market activity this week so far?
4: Thank you, Bob. Uh, good morning, everyone. Yesterday, we had our dairy cattle auction. We had a big run of dairy cattle, uh, selling 318 head of dairy cattle, two complete herd dispersals. Uh, like I said, guys, with the milk prices where they're at, cows sold very well yet. Um, top fresh cows, 2,000 to 2,600. Matter of fact, we had 90 cows uh, sell from 2,000 to 2,600. Many other cows from 1,500 to 1,975. Uh, top quality Holstein spring and heifers from 1,600 all the way up to 2,250. Uh, we had a registered Holstein Breeding Bull service age bring 2,550. Uh, next week, Wednesday, we've got a very nice lineup, guys. Here's a special group here. we got 60 registered Swiss two-year-olds. Uh, they're all from one farm. They're all parlor freestyle guys. We'll get be getting the papers up here hopefully this week. Um, like I said, very nice group. All the pictures of those are on our website. Uh, here's another registered uh, Reputation group, we got 45 fresh two and three year old Jersey cross parlor freestyle cows, guys. They're the ripping fancy crossbreds. Uh, they're coming from Kemper Dairy. We got videos of those online. Uh, here's six fancy registered deep pedigreed cows coming from Todd Stanick. More info on those on our website. Uh, several other fancy consignments of Todd Fresh cows. We got a small parlor freestyle herd. Uh, if you're looking for some nice bulls, we got two purebred Swiss breeding bulls big enough for cows. All the details on website uh, at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Questions, call us at Premier at 715-229-2500. Auction reminder, uh, next Tuesday, now that's going to be a special feeder cattle auction. We're also selling bred beef cows and beef breeding bulls. Uh, don't forget machinery auctions coming up here August 25th. Uh, keep in mind, we are taking in consignments six days a week, Monday through Saturday for your machinery consignments. Uh, like I said, very important to get that equipment in soon so we can get it listed we get it pictured and we get it all advertised so that is the way things are shaping up bob and uh, like i said a full market report on our website so keep in touch with us
0: sounds like a plan
4: have a good weekend rocky you too bob
0: there it goes that's rocky Olson over at premier livestock in Withy. well what's ahead for the weekend and the fairs the rest of the week let's find out right now Derek Dahlman's over at Skywarn 13 as we look at our weather forecast. Good morning, Derek. Hey, good morning, Bob. You getting used to getting up this early in the morning?
7: We're getting there. I will say I had two cups of coffee this morning, and it seems that (laughs) that has done little to nothing. I'm feeling (laughs) pretty tired.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Well, try two more and see how that works. Yeah. In the meantime, boy, it'd be a good morning to sit on the back porch and drink a cup of coffee. Nice morning, nice day, huh?
7: Yeah, that's for sure. We are off to a mild start this morning. Temperatures anywhere from the upper 50s to low 60s, which is right where we should be for this time of year. While we are starting out with a mainly cloudy sky, even some patchy fog in our southern counties that should give way to increasing sunshine. Towards the late morning and into this afternoon, the pattern we're in is going to favor another chance of spotty showers and storms, but many areas are likely to stay dry. That's said, just be mindful of that, especially if you are heading out to any area fairs or, of course, Rockfest in Kadot this afternoon. We'll see a high temperature at around 82. For tonight, partly cloudy. A few more showers and storms possible. Lows dip to around 62 degrees. And then for tomorrow, we'll have a partly to mostly sunny sky. That chance of a stray shower or storm towards the afternoon. Highs top out into the mid-80s before we're back into the mid-80s. Starting out this weekend, plenty of sunshine, a slight chance of a stray afternoon shower or storm as well, right now in Eau Claire, we're at 60 degrees. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Derek Dolman.
0: You going to Rockfest?
7: Uh, I am not. I'm a huge country music person. I've got uh, VIP tickets to jam next week. Oh, good. We'll see you there. Yeah, sounds good. All we'll right. see you there. Thanks, Derek. Yep.
0: Derek Dolman over at Skywarn 13 this morning. Again, yeah, 60 degrees right now. We'll check in
2: with Morgan and see what's going on over there. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Hey, let's get in the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is with us this morning in the middle of fair season, or the start of fair season, I should say. What's your favorite all-time food at the fair? Before you became so diet conscious, <laughs> when, you, when Every, you enjoyed eating.
8: Everybody knows that fair calories don't count. I can tell you that right now. I am going to say uh, funnel cake all the way. Really? What about you? What do you go first for? I, I guess not those um, camel fries that you were talking about in oh, West Dallas this year. I saw that so menu, too, horrible. right? It's something different, that's for sure. Oh,
0: man. Uh, I'm I'm an equal opportunity. I like uh, the fried cheese curds. Although, I'm on a special diet now, and I can't eat them. But, uh, You're wasting away. Oh, I know it. I know. It, they can't the be
8: doing that. Well,
0: believe me, I could have used me for a boat anchor here a
8: couple of <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks ago,
0: but anyway. But I no, I like I like fair food. I get the fresh chocolate malts and, well, man.
8: Well, you are strapping and handsome oh and looking boy. better than ever, my friend. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. You know, is the beer tent an option? Because I do enjoy the beer I tent. Did, at the I
0: did. Don't tell anybody, but I did have a beer last night. Your the secret's fair. safe with me. Yeah, okay, I won't yeah. tell anybody. Gives
8: you a little bit of that carb loading. To get up right. in the
0: morning, right? There you go. What's going on?
8: Well, good morning. We're going to start with headlines that keep us in our state. And that includes an active meeting around the table last night. Now this is something that's kind of been in the works and the head of the Eau Claire County Board is out. Following that investigation into a million dollars in misspend money at the County Department of Human Services. County Board last night did vote to remove Chairman Nick Smear as the county supervisors say. Someone had to be held accountable for three million dollars that were misspent or taken from the city's DHS department. Investigators say he knew about the misspending and theft but never told anyone. Now they may not be done as the county leaders are expected to meet again possibly talking about removal of the county administrator as well. As we look to the Washura area, of course, following the wildfire, and that continues to burn in the area. The State Department of Natural Resources saying firefighters finally got the fire that started Monday under control, though they say the fire started when someone was burning pallets. Firefighters not saying when that might burn itself out, but crews in Coloma say they will spend another day on the front lines today. Meanwhile, the DNR says folks across Wisconsin want to be careful about burning this week, despite some rains that some parts of the state are seeing overall still risky. And looking into some other headlines here, when it comes to Wisconsin school safety, the tip line is now accepting texts. AG Josh Call announcing a new text line saying that will allow students, teachers, and parents to text in tips. Just another tool in the arsenal to keep Wisconsin safe as the new text line comes after Call said last month that he may have to close the tip line entirely if funding doesn't come through. And after a long day on the midway or maybe in the barn with those 4-H projects and animals, Are you tired? Do you just want to hit the pillow? Well, if you like your own bed and leg space, you're not alone. Sleep divorce is a thing.
2: That's when somebody regularly or occasionally sleeps in another room than their partner in order to get some rest without distractions like snoring or alarms. The data came to light in a survey from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine, which found that sleep divorce was most prominent among millennials, 43% of whom said they sleep in different rooms. I'm Michael Kastner.
8: And we headed back to the barn. Can't fall asleep when you're doing chores. <laughs> and it's Bob Bosol Jill Welke, and your Midwest Farm Report on Wax 104.5. Do
0: you like Chinese or Korean-type food or that sort of stuff?
8: Alex does. Yeah, that's. I like, wonder how
0: he like bug chow mein. Chow mein noodles mixed with edible bugs.
8: You know what, Bob? I think I've made that once or twice have, in the house, too. By accident. <laughs> yeah, it's a little expiration <laughs> issue when it comes to going into the pantry. Just some extra crunch for the family, <laughs> well, right? I got, so
0: I've got a lot of ideas here, if you want to borrow any of <laughs> them. All installed. right, you
8: highlight the best ones, All and then right. we'll have you over. Sounds like a plan. Okay. <laughs> See you later.
0: <laughs> you bet, Bob. There goes Morgan in the newsroom this morning. And we've got uh, 19 minutes before 6 o'clock already. We're going to go back to the fair here and talk to the young lady that uh, had the grand champion
2: lamb yesterday at the fair. That's coming up on Wax. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: I caught up with a young lady that brought home some hardware from the Northern Wisconsin State Fair here in Chippewa Falls. Miss Arabella Knuth. Now she brought home the Grand Champion Lamb Trophy. Tell me about that lamb.
9: His name is Star and he's 137
1: pounds. So did you buy him or did you raise him from home? I bought the lamb. Any special things that the judge said that he really liked about your
9: lamb? He liked the muscle and the fit of his bodies and his loin.
1: What did you do at home to make him special?
9: I walked him every day, washed him.
1: And fed him a good things. So you go up and down the hills to make that muscle? Yep. Do you take part in getting him ready for the show and fitting and grooming and everything?
9: Yep. The only thing I really had to do with that lamb is just brush his legs out, so...
1: He looked pretty spiffy out there. What did the judge tell you that he really liked about him?
9: He liked his legs fit.
1: And you were out there before you won the Grand Champion Market Lamb... You were part of the breeding stock show too. What did you bring home there?
9: I won the supreme
1: overall um, ewe lamb.
9: She's a Dorset advantage, and her name is Sweetie.
1: So is she really sweet then? Yeah. And you brought and so how old is she? And tell me more about her. So she's a winter ewe lamb. So she was born this year. So she is a ewe lamb. What are your plans for her after the show here? Um, we're going to take her a
9: couple more shows. So we have like three more shows to go to. And then we're going to use her at a breeding you And hopefully get some lambs from her. And you brought
1: more than just those two to the fair here. How many did you bring? I
9: brought six. And then my cousin also brought six. So we have 12 lambs from my farm here. And that's just
1: in the junior show. Are you going to show in the open show too?
9: Yep, so from my farm for open show, we're going to be taking 25 lambs. Um, out of these, we're going to take 10 home. We'll take 10 to the open show, and then we're going to sell our two market lambs at the sale on Thursday. But
1: well, you have another job here at the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. What's that all about?
9: Um, so I'm the 2023 um, junior ambassador of one of them. And basically, we just talk about the lambs and talk about our animals and show people how we do it. So what did you have
1: to do to become an ambassador? Um, we just signed up. and. So you're teaching more than just in the barn. Do you have some place that you have to go be and teach the general public? We mostly stay in the barn. I have a setup in here that teaches about the lamb and different cookbooks here, too. And that was Arabella Knuth. She is part of the Jimtown Jumpers 4-H and the Fall Creek FFA. And our program today is sponsored by Stockman's Farm Supply and Compeer Financial. And I'm Jill Welke.
2: Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm
1: Report. It's 12 minutes before 6 o'clock. 60 degrees out there. We need to hear from Brittany in Baron Equity.
9: For fed cattle our high-yielding choice holstein steers were one forty five to one fifty eight fifty choice holstein steers were one thirty five to one forty four and unfinished steers and heifers were one thirty four and down. As for coal cows the top twenty per cent sold from a to one fifteen topping at 60 sixty per cent sold from seventy five to one o six and the bottom twenty per cent sold seventy four and down. As for coal bulls they sold from a and eight to one twenty three with thin full and bulls over one ton discounted. Our next sheep, goat, and small animal sale is this Saturday, July 15th. If you have any questions or would like someone to come to the farm to look at livestock, please contact us at 715-537-5618. Again, this has been Brittany with your Equity Baron Market Report. Thank you and have a great day.
2: Keeping it rural, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: Let's slide south and go to Sparta Equity and hear from Hot Eamon.
10: Fed Cattle selling steady today with the Hilden Choice Beef steers and Heifers 177 to 185, topping at 186. Choice and select beef steers and heifers, 161 to 176. The beef and dairy cross steers, 155 to 180. Highland Choice Holstein steers, 154 to 161. Choice and select Holstein steers, 143 to 153 with the unfinished steers. Heifers and heavy steers, 97 to 142. Cow market steady. With the quality beef slaughter cows, $1.05 to $1.25. The top of $128. The highland cows, $1.00 to $1.15. The cutters and utilities, $84 to $99. With the low yielding and canner cows, $30 to $0.83 cents a pound pound bulls steady most bulls bringing a dollar to a dollar 15 with a thin full and bulls over a ton discounted at 99 cents and down just a reminder our next sale will be monday july 17th starting at twelve thirty with sheep and goats followed by hogs calves fed cattle bulls and cows this is hot Aimer at equity lives in sparta with this marketing update and we thank you for your business
2: wax 104.5 and the
0: midwest farm report let's go to the equity strut for sale barn where even on the radio i can see jerry fitzgerald has a smile on his face from ear to ear
11: bob good morning to you yes we certainly do uh, uh between uh well uh, late tuesday evening and uh yesterday we've got right at the house here eight tenths of an inch of rain so we are so thankful and uh uh, sounds like maybe a little bit more on the way and that's certainly not gonna be upset with that either. So nope, real yep. happy about you the rain.
0: Keep the hay rake in the shed for another day, that'll work. Hey, how'd the market go yesterday? We're getting close to the end of the week.
11: Yeah, we are, and uh, we're also getting close to 6 o'clock, so we better get this done. Bob, thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. Uh, we'll start with the feeder cattle sale yesterday here at Equity Stratford, Lightweight beef steers and heifers. Uh, they're selling mostly from $1.68 to $2.10. Heavier beef steers and heifers, selling in a range mostly from $1.40 to $1.80. Holstein steers, lightweight Holsteins, pretty much in a range there from one forty to one seventy. Heavier Holstein steers, uh, one twenty-eight to one fifty-five. Now we'll get back into the market auction yesterday uh, on the market cows, high-yielding fleshy and Holstein beef cows yesterday uh, and this week, mostly from 103 to 128. Few cows up to 130. Uh, Most of the cows yesterday selling from 82 to 102. Thinner cows, like carcass cows, those are below the $80 money. Fed cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers from 142 to 159. Select cattle, underfinished cattle, 137 and below. Calf market in the middle of the week here, good quality 9,230 pound Holstein bull calves, mostly from uh, 150 to 350. Heifer calves from 50 to 100. Your good quality beef calves, 300 to 600. And uh, we are at Thursday already. Our uh, Stratford auction this morning does start at 11 o'clock, full marketing day, including market cows, fed cattle. And we'll get to those baby calves about twelve thirty this afternoon. So, again, uh, folks, we got cattle to consign for upcoming sales next week. Let us know six eight seven four one zero one is our phone number, and we'll be very happy to put them on the consignment list for you. So, uh, just to take a look at our the next dairy cattle sale will be next Tuesday. Our next feeder sale next Wednesday. So, Bob will send her back to you. You enjoy the fair and. Uh, I know this was kind of a, I don't know, scattered range fall amounts all over the state. But uh, south, further south, they got some pretty uh, over an inch in some places. So yeah, very well, very well, very happy. So we're thankful for that.
0: All right. Well, I'll go outside and play in a mud puddle.
11: <laughs> the kids will be coming later. So. <laughs> all right. We'll see you tomorrow. Talk to you, Bob. Thank there, you.
0: There you go. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the
2: Stratford Sale Barn agriculture it's a wisconsin way of life wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report and look at the
0: rest of our markets courtesy of synergy co-op over there in the Ridgeland area double digits lower yesterday at the close on the board of trade the usda report wasn't positive as far as traders are concerned overnight december corn is up a fraction 484 the oats down three at 416 december wheat down three at 648 November soybeans up 15 cents overnight, back up to 1343. December meal up 390 a ton at $394.30. And at the country elevators today.
1: Wheat and grain, Chippewa Falls and Connorsville location, corn's at 487 with soybeans at 1455. Northside elevator, loyal location, corn's at 489 with soybeans at 1445. In Arcadia, Corns at 489 and soybeans at
0: 1472. And on the DTN screen, corn at Golden Plump today is 524 a bushel at Baldwin, Durand, and Mondovi. The corn is 442, beans 1404. Elmwood 452 on the corn, 1404 on the beans. Down at Fall Creek 432 for the corn, 1394 for the soybeans. Over at Osseo 452 and 1409. Elk Mound 485 on the corn, 1441 on the beans. Sparta 497 and 1457. Ellsworth, the corn is 432, the beans 1394 at the ethanol plants. dollars 507, Stanley 482, New Richmond 477. These dairy markets continue to be not good. Barrel cheese down three at 139. The blocks down two and a half, 147 and a half. And uh, I don't see the grocery store cheese prices coming down. That's for sure uh Butter, double A, up a penny, 249 and three quarters. July, class three, down 11, 1387. August, down 41 at 1482. September, down 52 at 1576. October, down 34 at 1675. And November, down 15 at 1731. Again, 60 degrees right now. We've got a uh, partly sunny forecast. 82 degrees. Good day to get out in the fair. Don't forget. Northern Wisconsin
2: State Fair, the meat animal auction, 6 o'clock in the Custer Coliseum. You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report, available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovie, And the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadop. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.